with this situation. So I came up talking about evil. So I have to get a, something to explain that a little, so I misspell definition. <laughs> and being the powerful broker that I am, it goes through the system. <laughs> Spelt wrong. I'm going to feel an ego rush. That's one. Nobody, nobody dares to change the bosses. Spelling. Pretty cool. So, evil. Definitions and dealing with it. So I'll do the basic research and I look at some standard um, resources and it says that evil is the opposite of good. Now I'm sorry, that's a joke right there. You go for a definition and it gives you another word to define before you can come back to define the one you want. Oh, and it, it had a little bit of different twist on that. Evil is the opposite or the absence of good. So let's, let's play this game, okay? What's good? This is going to be talked about today, so let's, let's loosen up. Y'all can talk to me. What is good? Give me an example of good. Things that make you happy. Love. I don't know what that means. No, I'm picking on you because I can. That's a preacher word. You can't say that word. What is good? Blue sky. Puppies. Feeling good. Love. Kitty cats. I've got a Facebook worker here. Trees. Helping others. Resolving conflict. Wonderful. Forgiving. See the value? All of these phrases, I think all these concepts were about values, weren't they? The beauty of the, of, of, of the environment is a value, I think. Love has to do with values. So what is good has to do, and what is evil has to be related back to what we value. What well, see the old folks, the ancestors had a pretty good trip here. They just personified evil and the devil or Satan or a superhuman being who was mean, wrong, wicked, opposed to good, opposed to God. But they got in trouble with that because it seemed like Lucifer and the Satan could be as, as tough and as mean and as big as God. So if God's all-knowing, all-powerful, all-seeing, how, how, do, how do we have evil? How does he, he, let, he let, she let evil get away with it? So basically, evil is a head game that we have to get involved with to try to understand how things got the way they are. This is how what I've come up to, to believe evil is. Evil is the absence of concern and regard for the social contract, the interdependency, the dependence we have on one another in all life. It is disregard for the fact that you and I are related. Me and the Kurd and the Turk and the Ir Iranian and the Chinese, all of us are related in a mutuality of life that our actions impact the other. And the one who disregards that contract, disregards that relationship, does not apply to the implications of, of what we do in that relationship or evil. Maybe it's about empathy. The absence of empathy in our regard and our living of life is evil. How could someone 
cheat someone in a deal and feel good about that. To me, that's evil. How could someone take violence, take a choice of violence to hurt someone because of jealousy, of greed, or something else? To me, that's evil. So what does this have to do with anything for you and I today? The world around us is suffering from an absence of application of the golden rule, the notion of empathy, the notion that we're involved with life dependent on one another and how we lift one another. All those graphic pictures, all those graphic pictures. Got up this morning, Peggy's at the nursing home. I'm trying to get my act together to come over here. And I, and, I, and, I, and I watch TV and I see these guys in suits explaining how that when you go through a, a, a region, you have to clean it out and make sure some pop, pop parts of, of, of the populace are taken down. On my TV, an American politician explaining how you raid and ra- ravage an area of the world and sending our people to do that in our name. And it's okay. It's just a strategy game. It's just like we're watching TV. It's just a game. Those poor people who were without homes this morning, in this country, around the world, because of the politics and ideology that's moved people to deny that they're connected to us, who've objectified them, made them things to get out of the way, it's all okay. Because we're first world people and we know everything. And we need this stuff. And they, they're, they're protecting our oil. They've got our vital, vital resources over there. Yeah, I'm, 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 a, I'm a knee-jerk, liberal, socialist, populist, all that good stuff. But if what I'm trying to stress is the implications of evil that we live with, day in and day out, is of human making. And I'm not saying we need to be guilty about that, but I'm saying we need to be aware of that. That all the great teachers, all the great saviors, Jesus, Buddha, even Confucius, those we know very little about, always talked about how that we're beholden and related to one another. And love needs to be the guide. Compassion needs to be the answer. Mercy needs to be our way. We do not make things out of one another to move around a battle plan so we can get this or they can't get that. So where's the hope in all this? Where's the hope in all this? There are lots of people. Iris DeMent created a song from an old ancient story. Some videographers put a video together with some pretty powerful imagery to illustrate that story so that you and I could see it and be moved and touched and it made a little sad, sick, and also maybe a little angry. There's an old quote that I used to have in my office. I, don't, I lost it somewhere in all my moves. It's supposedly John F. Kennedy put it, used it. It says, if you want to see God's hands, look down at your own. Now, that's a little cheap cliche, I guess you might say, but it's where it's about. Jesus is not going to save, your, save us from ourselves. He's already given us the, 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 the road plan, the, the way to be, the ethical morality to apply to our lives, and that is to see in everyone else our own face and to see in everyone else our own deeds, our own hopes, our own aspirations. So no matter who you are, what color you are, how you identify yourself, how life gave you a gender identity, or where you live, or what you do for a living, it does not matter. We are all related in this beautiful organism called life. 
to create it and sustain it and make it work for one another. So what you, how, can, how can we get a little bit of grace in all this? Well, we can understand the fact that we have still the sensitivity to be touched by videos like that. And troubadours are still writing songs that maybe can open our eyes and, and make our hearts sing a little bit and our minds resolve to do something with our hands that are necessary. And we in this room with 50 or 60 people can also address the fact that we don't have to hear about old stories from the past, but we can look to the future for ways to help. Whether it be a food drive or whether it be providing a, a space for LBGQT people to meet so that they're not ostracized by the world. Whatever ways we can be agents of love and caring and affirmation, we can do that. And evil, well, what's evil, though? What's it, what, what is evil? Evil is the absence of good. What's good? Good is caring. Good is mercy. Good is understanding. Good is empathy. And we're all able to be about that in small, small ways. And it'll wear us out. And we will always be failures because we cannot do enough. And we cannot defeat death. But we will lose people. And we will grieve. And we will be able to start again the next day and try. There are people in this in politics, in teaching, in education. We're agents of love. We're fighting the, f fighting the good fight against evil, which is human beings thinking it's only about themselves. It's only about what we can get for ourselves. I've done enough funerals and I've been around enough sick people to know eventually it all goes to hell. All right? It all goes, maybe not to hell, maybe to heaven, but it all goes. So what are we doing with our time? What are we doing with our energies? What are we doing with our talents? In small ways, day in and day out, we can say yes to an opportunity to share love and empathy. And I'm a grump. I'm the worst example in the world. Only I can talk about that because I'm the opposite of what I preach about, okay? Because it's your job to do it. I just got to tell you about it, right? <laughs> Evil. I don't know why I chose the title. It was a terrible choice, but I did. But it's here, and we see it on our TV and we invite it into our homes, and we invite it into our lives. Our children have to engage with it. But if we could, to ourselves, one-on-one, -on -one, say, it's all about love. It's the small acts we can do. Yes, you're okay. We're going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Because it, it will endure. Nothing has defeated life yet. None of the anger, none of the jealousy, none of the greed. The Holocaust worked because a charismatic person saw in his people hurt, feeling of being victimized, being abused, and he found ways to tell stories to them to find a scapegoat, to find someone to blame it on, to say that those people over there, those people over there, they're your enemies. They're the ones that are causing you not to have a good life. That's because you... They're the ones who make it, make it so we can't have anything nice. It worked because those people were longing for a vision of why the, why the evil of those people, why the evil of those people, and turned around and perpetrated evil on those people. We did it with the Native Americans, Lord, the white population around the world. We're not responsible. We sure are. We've got to deal with, with, with slavery and, and the issues of people of color all through creation. How could you objectify another human being? I don't know, but our ancestors did it. My great-grandpappies did it, great-grandmamas did it. They lived with it somehow. They lived with it somehow. 
So evil's going to be here. We're going to have to face it. We're going to continue to be confronted with warmongers and war profiteers. We're going to be working for them, damn it. That's the way it works. But we can all say hold the image of it doesn't have to be this way. Let us be agents of, 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 of <laughs> what, uh, I want to be counter agents. I want to be inside the system to say, no, it doesn't have to be that way. That we can love and lift and, and bless one another as we struggle to encounter the evil that we end up having to do systematically. Because it begins one-on-one. Elections, politics, economics, jobs, we all find ways to be levers to make things better for the life, of life that comes after us. Evil doesn't have to win. It hasn't won yet. Because we're still complaining about it, and a few of us are still seeing its, 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 its destruction. Be good workers. See, we don't be, need to be fighters. Fighter, fighters are done. We need to be workers. We need to be creators. We need to be songwriters. We need to be lovers. We need to be health care givers, people that touch and lift people and, and, and encourage them to be about what it, what it means to be alive and possible in this world. Love the word possible. Evil. Couldn't get Jesus. Love the, love the illustration. Took him to the mountaintop. Devil did. Said, there it is, all of it. I can make you king of this. And Jesus said, get behind me. That's not my job. That's not my calling. My calling is life and love and a, and a lifting of the people. Amen. Come thou fount of every blessing. 126. Stand if you're able or in spirit or whatever, however you want to do it. Please take the light with you. It's a symbol of the hope.
symbol of the possible, a symbol of a love that's been handed down generation after generation. We've said no to evil and yes to hope.